0: My daddy's gone on, my grandfather has gone on, my great grandpa's gone on. But you still live. You know, the, the spray is still here. Oh, they tell me of a home, where those storm Hey y'all, and welcome back to this week's episode of It Still Lives, the Foxfire Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Perdue, and I'm back with a new addition to the Foxfire Fellows Seed Series, where we follow my peers' journeys through their individual projects. Once again, before we get started, I'd like to invite you to consider the common theme throughout this series, how tradition finds a new generation. Today's episode, entitled The Roots of Foxfire, follows Danny and Penelope's seed project as they explore the beginnings of the Foxfire program and its history over the years. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. Let me take you back to 1966, when the Foxfire magazine was first conceptualized in a classroom at Raven gap School. Some students were having trouble staying focused in their English class. So their teacher, Elliot Wigginton decided to ask them how he could make school more interesting for them. In an effort to help his students become better engaged, he and the students came up with the idea to interview older people in their community as they realized that the old ways of doing things were kind of starting to die out. So they wanted to interview some of the native Appalachians who were familiar with doing things on their own and by hand. In 1967, the first issue of the Foxfire magazine was published. The students printed 600 copies and within a week they were completely sold out. They quickly began creating the next issue, and within the next few years, they had achieved national recognition and circulation. In 1972, the magazine had actually become so popular and successful that the first Foxfire book was published. It was the first in a series of books to focus on the crafts, lifestyle, and trades of the Appalachian people. Today, this anthology contains a dozen books and numerous companion pieces. Two years later, in 1974, the Foxfire students were able to purchase 103 acres of land on Black Rock Mountain with the money they had earned from the publication of their books and magazines. The first Appalachian building to be transported and reconstructed on the property was the Grist Mill, which remains on the property today. When students sought out traditional functional Appalachian structures to move to the property, they would tag everything piece by piece down to the boards so they could reconstruct these buildings in the same ways in which those who had originally built them had done. In 1977, the Foxfire program moved from its place of origin at Raven gap School to Raven County High School. For 41 years, it remained a popular class in which students interviewed Appalachian folks, transcribed their interviews, and published their work in the magazine, until 2018, when it became the Foxfire Fellowship that takes place each year during the summer on the Foxfire property. As a multi-generational Rabin County native myself, I can tell you from personal experience that if you ask just about any Rabin native about Foxfire, you will find out that either they were a part of the program, their families were involved in the program, or their friends were Foxfire students. Foxfire is truly a community activity that has brought together generations of Appalachians for 55 years now. So after the move from Raven Gap to Raven County High School in 1977, in 1985 the program saw the reinvention of technology as typewriters became computers, and film became digital audio recordings. These advances help the students to bring the magazine into the age of technology and to modernize their work, making it both more effective and more accessible. In 2006, Foxfire opened up the Appalachian Heritage Museum to visitors. The museum was and remains situated on that land the students purchased all those years ago. With living workshops set up for masters of traditional Appalachian crafts and skills, internships available to high school and college students, and classes available for those interested in further perpetuating mountain culture, Foxfire was able to share a piece of Appalachia with not only just the community, but also with the public. The program began to educate people from around the world as they came to visit the property here in Mountain City, Georgia. In 2016, Foxfire celebrated its 50th anniversary. Over the years, the archive has accumulated about 2,000 hours of audio tapes, more than 100,000 images, and over 20 books that celebrate Southern Appalachian heritage. Even to the present, the program continues to serve the community. Foxfire students have continued to actively preserve Appalachian heritage over the years. Though our methodology has changed, our goal as always remains the same. Foxfire strives to preserve the history and heritage of the native Appalachians by acting as a bridge between the past and the present. So now that we've covered the background information regarding their seed project, let's hear from Danny and Penelope themselves. So before I ask you some other questions about your topic, first, I would like to know, what are some of your general interests that you're gonna be incorporating into your seed projects? Uh, First, Danny.
1: I really enjoy learning about history and just talking with people about their experiences.
2: Awesome. And Penelope? I think living in this area, there's so much history about the culture that can be learned about and I think that's what I'm really looking forward to. Can you guys explain to me what is your topic and what your project is going to be? So we really wanted to focus on the students who started Foxfire. We want to share how they went through that process as well as show how students are currently continuing that legacy.
0: What inspired you to pursue this project?
2: Well,
1: I would really like to leave a legacy here. And so, creating an exhibit about um, past and present fellows that have worked here is just a really cool legacy to leave here.
2: Do you guys have any background knowledge on your topic? I don't really have any. I always knew that students started Foxfire, but I didn't know what the process was like for them or what they really went through. So I wanted to research more of that.
0: So I know this is a big learning experience for both of you guys. So what is it that you're most excited about learning? Just more about this area,
1: because I recently moved here, so I wasn't really aware of, you know, just what was here. Mm -hmm. So just learning about and kind of immersing myself in it, it's just been really
0: cool. What resources and people are you using to do the research for your project? So we're interviewing various people who worked in the early years
1: of Foxfire. And then we're also just researching through the archives, trying to dig up some information that we can add to our exhibit.
0: What are you guys hoping to accomplish as your final result of your project?
1: So we're working to create um, an exhibit in the bungalow. And it's just gonna really, our goal is to inspire other students to get involved with Foxfire and just to learn more about the program.
0: How do y'all hope your project is going to impact others who come to the museum and who visit and who see the end result of your project?
2: I think it will inspire them to see how easy it is to get out in your own county and learn about the culture. You know, anyone can really do it. It was high school students that started this.
0: What goals do you hope to achieve with your project and what do you hope to learn from it in the end?
1: So some of my goals for this project is just to really learn more about the area um, and also to inspire other students. I know that before I knew about this program, I wouldn't have thought it was possible for a group of students to come together and make a magazine. So just really letting other people know that, yes, it is possible, even though you're young, you can create something bigger than just your county.
0: That makes a very valuable connection back to what you were saying earlier about legacy in that we are young people and we are just high school students. But yet, look at what we can accomplish when we work together. Look at what we can accomplish when we put our minds to it. So the next question for you guys would be, um, what steps do you look to go through? What steps do you plan to take to achieve your goal?
2: So we want to start by gathering as much information as possible. So... We will dig through the archives. We will interview former students. And then we want to take all that information and put together an exhibit that highlights all of that. So we want to do a timeline that shows Foxfire's milestones and just share the journey that's gone through.
0: Is there anything that you've learned so far in
2: your research that you think you'd like to share with everyone? I think just how much Foxfire has changed over the yeah. years. Um, it has really grown, you know, from being on a Broadway musical to going from magazines to books that are published all over the country. It's really great.
0: Isn't it amazing to imagine just being one of those original Foxfire students? I can't
2: imagine looking back and realizing, wow, I was a part of that. It's mm-hmm. really incredible.
0: It is absolutely incredible to think that this is the 55th year of Foxfire. So looking back and thinking, we are high school students. And this entire program, which is still continuing, 55 years later, was started by kids just like us. So what most excites you guys about your seed project?
1: So it's been really cool talking with some of the older students who had been here and just kind of seeing the program through their eyes. I know that I'm used to using computers and technology, but they were there in a time when they couldn't use most of that stuff. And just hearing it from their perspective is very interesting.
0: Have you heard anything from their perspectives yet that you think is very interesting and you'd like to share?
1: Um, The person that we interviewed today talked about having a whole bunch of pages that they had to put together to make the magazine just like laying on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I really, that was interesting because we have everything nowadays on a computer and you just scroll through it on your mouse. But seeing everything laid out in front of you, that's pretty cool.
0: What does each of you personally hope to gain from this entire experience?
1: I think just kind of knowing people. Um, I tend to not talk to people, I guess. So just knowing that these people are out there and that I can go talk to them if I want to know something, it's, it's
2: really cool. I'm definitely looking forward to educating people by putting this exhibit up. We can really share what we have learned with other people I also think it's really great, similarly to what Danny said, I can work with talking to people through the interviews and just having a conversation with people.
0: What do you hope that others will gain from seeing your finished project?
1: I think just realizing that you can do more than you think you can. Coming together with a group of peers or maybe someone older than you and just creating something that can last over the years, I think is a really cool impact.
0: And my last question for y'all, what do most people not know about Foxfire and about the start of Foxfire that you think they really do need to know?
2: I think the biggest thing is just know that you can do more than you think you can. I think they just don't realize how hard these high school students worked. They did all of the work. It wasn't... The teacher that much. It was all them and I think they need to realize that they made it work and people just like them can do stuff similar. From a classroom of rowdy students to a community
0: of connected generations, Foxfire has been a vital piece of Raven County's history for 55 years. Though the program has grown, changed, and evolved over time, it remains true that the roots of Foxfire run deep, and the fire for the preservation of history, heritage, and culture still lives within all those who come into contact with the Foxfire program. Thank y'all for listening. I've been Maddie Purdue with It Still Lives, the Foxfire podcast. I'll be back again next week as I continue to follow my peers' journeys through preserving the roots of Southern Appalachian history. Have a great day. that you and throw it away.